Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Top 100 podcast. I'm not going to say where in the Top 100 we are, but assume it's really near the top because we're that goddamn good. But this is Third Shift, episode 189. About time we get some goddamn recognition here on our 189th episode. And speaking of recognition, I should be recognized because I am your glorious host, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me. It's Matt. I'm looking at myself because Discord has changed up, so now I see myself really good. All I can look at is me. Because I'm so handsome and it's just, it's really distracting. I got to move the window over, but then you'll be off center. That shows that you got problems, Matt, because I haven't looked at me but like twice. That's So well, that shows dude. that you're an egotistical you're, you're not, man. You're not a good looking man, eh? Well, I never I w- said I, I was. I don't want to look at you either, but I have to but for the show. But you're not a good looking man either, but you're egotistical. No, that's, that's, so you love yourself so much. <laughs> that's You just have a skewed view of the world, which we all know, because you've been well, listening to 188 true. episodes of this podcast. <sighs> but you hear him. He's the light bear. He's Eric. We're going to ask him how his week was, dude. How was your week this week? Hey, my week was fantastic. You guys all know the rules. We did the quarter end, but quarter end ended on Monday, thankfully. So we've had a couple days here of normal land, normal world, normal work, all the good stuff. And in that time, I've done not too much because, hey, quarantine everybody, you can't you can't go places. Mm-hmm. So if you thought I'd went to the movies, you'd be wrong. If you yep. thought I went to the Barnes and Nobles, you'd been wrong. Thought I went to the milk shops. You've been wrong. I didn't go to the milk shops. Did you? Did you go to your house, Eric? Is that? Yeah, I did. did. You go to your house. I went. I went to my house. That's all I did. Cool. I went to my house. And I went to work. Yeah, that's a cool place house. too. Not no, not work. You said work. You yeah, work. Yeah, no, say. no, no. Your house is a cool place. Yeah. That's a nice place to go. So as you can imagine, not too much besides some video games. What games? Well, not too many games because I've been tired. But I played a little bit of Persona Five Royal because it's out. Uh, I thought, I was like, hey, I should go load Destiny 2 up again. So I load that up and I looked at my mailbox and I stood like in the town for a minute and then I logged out. Good. So that didn't work out. (laughs) That's how it should be. It was, it was just, your mailbox is full and you're going to lose all your items. And I went, oh, this is is stressful. I don't even like this. Mm -hmm. I got to clean my mail. All your, and I went in my inventory and it's completely full and stuffed with everything like it always has been. I go to my bank and it's stuffed. And I was just like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna log got a off. With, got a parallel with that because <laughs> I booted up Borderlands Three today to do something we're going to talk about later in the episode, and they sent me mail and I was like, oh cool, got a piece of mail. All right, let me get this in my inventory. Full. Oh, let me look at my mailbox. Brrr. Oh, okay. So I had the exact same experience, and I went. Uh, well, at least I did the thing. Close, save, and quit. Get out of here. Not even going to look at it. It's too, it's too much. It's too stressful. It it's, is. It's just too crazy. I don't want to deal with that. Management of items, blah, blah, blah. My, I, I got no time for this right now. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to just be playing something mindless. I just need to do something mindless. Click, click, yep. click, click, click. So, with that being said, that's pretty much it. I played Persona 5, hung out with the kids a little bit, hung out with the wife, obviously, because, you know, duh, we live in the same house, so... Staying distant, though, because I don't want to give them the coronavirus in case I go to work and get it because of all these dirty bums I work with. Other than that, guess what? Tomorrow is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. I got to get back on Doom. Got to get back in there and get some Borderlands 3 done, obviously, because mm-hmm. 
we told you with quarter in here we weren't going to get to that uh, expansion. Quarter in's yeah. over, so you betcha we're going to be in there rocking that out this weekend. And that's about it, Matt. It's boring, but fun in a way. What about you? Uh, boring, but fun in a way for my week as well. Work has just been a hellish, a hellscape of just, uh, just the worst things ever. Stupidity and madness and ridiculousness. But then every lunchtime, I go in and get my free food at the cafeteria, and I go and I, I, I wolf it down Howard style. I just one giant bite, and, and my jaw just stands like a snake, and I go. Oh. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that I get more time to unzip that little pack and open it up and hit that little button, and it goes ba-ting, and I get to play Animal Crossing. New Horizons on my Switch and hang out on a cute island full of fuzzy animals and just dig up treasures and find things and build houses and have a fun time and enjoy my life for like 30 minutes on my lunch hour. Man, it's so good. I've just no I've noticed <laughs> I'm no I'm noticing I'm wondering if I'm like becoming specious because I've noticed that half of my villagers are mammals and the other half are like all birds. I keep finding birds and meeting birds and I'm and I noticed subtly because there's three villagers that are birds and then the museum owl. And I noticed they're all like on one quadrant of the island. And I didn't really mean to do that. But I was walking around talking to him one day and I was like, oh man, this is like, this is like bird isle over on this side. You segregated them. And then there's like a river and a bridge and the three mammals are over on the other side. I'm going to say, I'll bet money, Matt. The next week, there's going to be mammals with swords or spears guarding said bridge. <laughs> and I finally got another villager to show up at the campsite, and it's a, it's a mouse. So I'm like, well, it's a mammal, so it should go over here. Plus, also, it's a mouse. Birds eat mice. Oh, see, it's it's getting crazy. I, I'm always disturbed when people talk about their weird Animal Crossing islands and the crazy things they do. I'm going to have just a race war on mine. It's very strange. It's... But you know what? Still, I ignore that. I turn off my brain in that aspect, and I have a great time. Also have a great time with Baba Is You. I love that game so much. It's so hard and so difficult sometimes, but it's just so good. I I wish I had more free time to play it, especially at work. Like when I wind down from Animal Crossing, I need something for like five to ten minutes, and that's like one puzzle because you go in and out and up and down and all around the corner. But so good. Love it. But been playing Persona 5 Royal, just like you. Been playing it on stream live at twitch.tv slash third shift me. Having a great time with that. Oh my goodness. I've once once I started busting through that first palace, that's when it hit me. And I was like, this is it. This is I'm in the routine. I'm doing the things. Everything's feeling good. It's feeling right on a Saturday night. I'm getting baton passes all the way around. Getting oh mm-hmm. God, it's so good. I love it so much. And then I'm also playing started. I think last night, maybe, started playing Octopath Traveler, one of those things where I opened up my Switch cases, and I was like, what game should I play since I beat Coffee Talk? I need another game to play. And Octopath Traveler looked at me, and it went, hey, remember me? And I went, sort of, not really. And I popped it in, started a new game. Having a lot of fun with that so far. It's a little weird in some places, but I'm enjoying it. And that was pretty much my week, because I couldn't go anywhere or do anything either. But what we did together this week was we, we received a, a challenge for Talented Tuesday and we did not capitalize on it because it was quarter to an end and everyone was tired and we we're having a bad time. But next week, no man, it's, next week is going to be a twofer. Oh, we're yeah. going to have IG2G episode 76 and we're going to have 
Talented Tuesday art submissions, art contests. Do you want to know what the theme is? Well, you need to go onto our Discord. I don't know how you do it. If you have access, go look. If you don't, I don't know. Just Google it. Discord Let's... and do things like uh, look up Third Shift to me and then see what happens. I'm sure we'll pop up. Discord.com slash look for a Talented Tuesday art competition theme that was posted. Yeah. Do something know. like that. Science is too much. It's too hard, Matt. I can't figure that kind of thing out. But definitely go over there and take a peek. Did that get you guys? Huh? You popping over them Discord apps right now and find us? Oh, they're oh, actually everywhere. Right now. You are doing it. Look at that. The, the NSA up. agents watching through our webcams just heard it, and they're, they're, it's, it's lighting up. It's lighting up like a Christmas tree. Well, if they ever get a hold of us, we're going down. I mean, I'll be arrested probably pretty fast, so well, I don't know about that, man. NSA agents, everybody else, they need to all stay away, okay? But one thing that doesn't need to stay away is shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands 2 and Borderlands Mm, 3. mm. So hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourself some free loot. Because I'm not going to do it, so you should do it for me, like... I, what's what's the word? Uh, oh, vicariously. Do it, yeah. Ooh, I was yes. going to say surreptitiously, which you could also yeah, do. Like sneak in my house yeah. and get, get the codes. That would be nice. Yeah. But the second one's a better way to go about your your life and that in there. Yeah. Live vicariously through them. Yeah. Okay? Because, because, guess what I didn't do and I had to live vicariously through others in doing also, was we were, hey, Risk of Rain 2 is going to be free to play this weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should yeah. totally get on and play. But I knew back then that I wasn't going to because it was quartering. Mm-hmm. And I think I even mentioned it, really. So in, in all honesty, I can't be blamed. I can't be judged because I knew I wasn't going to. However, now that the world is returning to normal, I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. It came and went, and I didn't get in there. I didn't check it out, and I'm ashamed of myself, and I'm very sad. So I had to watch a couple more playthroughs of people trying it out, checking it out. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is a lot of fun, just like we explained a million times before when we watched yeah. it being played. So I'm a little sad, but I hate to report, everybody, I failed you. I did not get in there and play for free, as I should have. But I blame Cordran, just like I yeah. always do whenever I don't do anything in that time segment. Cordran did it. Let's see, and I was going to say, I blame quarter end even when it's like in the months in between. I don't know, man, it was quarter end. I can't, Quar- I can't quarter do end. stuff here on mm. May 13th. Jeez, nah. it's, it's the end I'm of the quarter. I'm still recovering. Still recovering. It's not over yet. <laughs> but I'm 100% in the same boat. I should have done it. I wanted to do it, and it was quarter end, so it just washed any fun or good times or memories out of my brain because that's mm-hmm. what it does. That's what happens when you work nonstop, around the clock, all the time. Just, just going nuts. Speed that up like four times, and then play that on a loop for ten hours. Danny, just drop that right here into the podcast, and then everyone will experience quarter end on this ten-hour episode of mm-hmm. Third Shift. It'll be super cool, and the fans will love it. Promise mm-hmm. you, yeah. it'll work. And if they're still here after that 10-hour loop of what we hear at work every single day, they're going to know that dun dun dun, dun Borderlands Science has arrived. It has arrived. It dropped 
out of nowhere, I was like, what in the hell's going on? And they were like, hey, check out what we did. If you're going to hang out in Borland Street, you should go to Sanctuary. And we got this cool new arcade machine up there, and you got to play it because you're going to help science, everybody. And I was like, what? And then I went and watched a video, and this lady, she was like, oh, man, we did poop poops and pops and stuff. And then you're going to put all the airs because computers are stupid, and oh, we can't man. figure out how to make it work right. So you play this game, I, and then I, I, the I'm poop. Hearing us drop out of the top 100 right now <laughs> hearing all the unsubscriptions and thumbs down all coming across the board yeah. right now and then the poop the little airs all get taken out because you're playing our game and then you're gonna get cool in-game stuff right is that something like what happened matt that is something like what happened. <laughs> Basically, they're taking DNA samples of oh. microbes that are in your gut oh. and trying to analyze the DNA strands, all the nucleotides. And because computers aren't very good at that, there's errors all through all these strands. Apparently, uh-huh. somehow, they've worked up a way to make this game so that you fix it for them and it sends the data on and it helps out all that stuff. And I, I don't know. Hey, you know it's what? It's crazy, if, isn't it? If I it, told you. It's science. It's beyond if, our understanding. It's not beyond my understanding. I gotta, it's gotta, I, I, you know what? If it does help some people out somewhere down the line, if an article comes out that says, because of Borderlands Science, we cured colorectal cancer, I will eat my hat and I will say, hot diggity daffodil, you guys did it. And I'll, I'll be glad that this helped out because I just ate a hat. And that's going in my You're gut. You're going to need help, yeah. I'm go- yeah, I'm going to need them to shoot some super microbes into my gut. Probably. Steroids to help you poop or something, I don't know. Yeah, something good like that. <laughs> but I, I will say, I, I did play a little bit of this before we went live on the air. You do go up to an old school arcade machine in Sanctuary. I will say the retro chip tunes are really cool. I like all the pixelated art for the assets, for the characters that are talking to you. I really like that the... All the characters, you know, you go through like tiers of like, oh, you're beating my high score. Can you do better than me on these levels? And there's all this new custom dialogue from all these characters as you're going up the ranks. So I really like it. If it does help out science, then I'm 100% all for it, like in an actual reasonable way that actually means something eventually. But the one thing I don't like about this is it's not a puzzle game. It's not a puzzle game and all everything about it is like, oh, I play this puzzle game and anytime you beat a level, the character whose levels you're beating goes, Wow, I could never be as smart as you to do that. It's but you're just you just putting stuff in rows. That's all you're doing. It's not taxing, it's not brain thinkery, it's just you just put stuff in rows, man, and and even in the tutorials it says, Hey, sometimes you can't even do it all, so just move on to the next puzzle anyway. Cause it's not a puzzle, it's just data. You're putting stuff into rows. I don't know. I'm, You're just I'm eliminating a, those errors. Yeah. So that way they can put the, the data together and figure out what the hell they're figuring out with all these microbes and, and mm. science stuff that I don't understand. I mean, it's an, it's a neat thing, and it's cool, and you do get some unlocks. You get some cosmetics each time you go up a level. Like I, I beat, what was it? I think Claptrap's level, and then Brick's level is the next real one. You beat his level, and he sends you a skin in the mail. I got a Gunner skin, so I'm going to just throw it in the garbage because I don't know anybody who plays Gunner. Huh? But, I mean, it's it's cool that you get unlocks. You earn in-game currency that gets you a bunch of buffs. I'll go over those in a second. But just as a hardcore puzzle gamer, as someone who plays stuff like Baba Is You, it's not a puzzle game. So when I, when I get treated like I just solved a cool puzzle, and it's not a carefully crafted puzzle, it just it just puts me off. But like I said, it's definitely a cool thing. Randy Pitchford said like 
thousands upon thousands of hundreds upon thousands of people have done it and filled up puzzles and oh yeah it's over it's, the millions now it's it's gone yeah. like insane it's getting wild numbers which is great again as long as it helps science in a meaningful way i love it just don't stop calling it puzzles just say just say do the things i don't know well i get you on that but yeah I, uh, I see where they're coming from too what the hell were they supposed to call it Right, I mean, true. it looks like a puzzle you're solving, so I guess that's the closest thing they could come to. So it's like, well, it's a little puzzle game, you know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So uh, they got to put some kind of name to it, but I get also what you're saying in the fact that since it's not actually a puzzle and you're just lining things up, and then they go, wow, you're so smart. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't make it so these people think they're smart when they're solving this. Here's what you could do. You can have it be like skag farmers in the dirt. Like, oh, man, oh, help organize my big old pile of racks and skags. They just got all rumpled up. They're making scracks and all that other bad stuff. Sort them out. Push them up into their little rows. There you go. It wouldn't be a puzzle. It'd be just help help, help, uh, help Farmer Joe bad. organize his, yeah. his, his, his plot. Yeah, help help Dingus uh-huh. sort out his animals, and he'll throw you a skin every now and then. Yeah, that might have worked too, man. It didn't happen that way, though, man. And I doubt they're going to go restructure after they spent all this time and effort I'm making this just, system I'm they just currently saying, have. I'm just okay, saying. a lot of people worked hard on this, Matt. You just better be nice. Hey, I said all the assets. Yeah, I know. Great. It's it a was cool awesome. Thing. I, I don't want to sound like a hater. I'm just so Johnny Puzzle that when you give me a, not a puzzle and say it's a puzzle, it's not. Pu- it, it, uh, yeah, ah, you ah. can't. Don't be lying to me. Don't be yeah. messing around. So I'm going to dive into what these cool buffs are that you can unlock. Yes, because I'm interested in this. Uh After each puzzle that you complete, you notice. Anyway. So these rewards do increase in value. I didn't write down the currency value that it takes to get these, but you can increase the XP gain from combat. I think that one was 25%. So a nice little boost. You can increase the cash you get. I think that was a 100% boost. I think all of these are timed boosters. I know, I think you got a, I think you get the XP one like immediately for doing some levels because it was active. That was a two hour boost. So increase XP from combat, increase the cash drops, cash gained, uh, increase your reload and run speed. I believe those were both five to 10%. So a nice little like, you know, it was, uh, I think they called them like caffeine pills. These all had cool like in-game names too. I don't want to overshadow it with my 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 negative Nancy thing because they had cool names. They they were themed names around all these buffs that you can get like, like mm-hmm. little brain nanobots was your, the XP one. I should have written them all down because they were clever. They had cool art assets with them. But these are the buffs that you can get. The other ones you can get is just increased damage dealt, which is always good, doing more damage. Another one was increase element chance and elemental damage. So another, you know, if you're not going Jacob Shadis like me. And then increase your loot quality, which is the obviously the higher tier end one, the most expensive one. If you want even more loot to drop when you're playing co-op loot drop and have better loot drop, play this game, get the loot drop, boost up, buy a bunch of those, and just, just have a great time. Get loot, sorting out stuff, sorting poop. Getting loot and sorting poot. That's how you do it. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. It's nice. Once again, Gearbox put this together. They didn't have to do any of this. They mm. did it anyway. They're possibly helping out, solving stuff. That remains to be seen. But either way, they made it so you get in-game rewards to do it. It's a, well, oh yeah, what you got for me? 
I was going to say, and one thing, they, they made a big, not a big thing about it, but in that intro video, the word scrolled across the screen as they said it. This is all free. It's all free. You can't buy the boosts without game currency. The, the, you don't have to buy anything to make the uh-huh. arcade machine appear in Sanctuary. It's there. Play it if you want. Play it if you don't want. Earn some stuff. It's all free. It's all free. It's another free content exactly. thing. Exactly. Free stuff's good. Free stuff's always good. It costs you nothing, so you really have nothing to complain about in any way, shape, form. Good on your Gearbox. What a great thing you did there. And then, of course, beyond that, they said, hey, we're also releasing this wonderful patch this week, and we're going to do a cool thing for you, Eric. Really yeah, cool again. thing. They said, we you really think the Gunner, who, that's me, man. You know, you got to send that Gunner skin to me. Thank you very much. You, you, no, you, 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 you play Iron Bear. You don't play a Gunner. You just play well, Iron Bear. I guess that's true. Well, I guess. All right. Like Whatever. if I got a Death Trap class mod, I'd give it to you mm-hmm. back in Borderlands 2. You know? That makes sense, yeah. Okay. I'm, I don't understand now. <laughs> Anyways, they said, you know what? Last week's patch and buffs wasn't enough. We're looking at her, and she needs more help and more love. And they did just that. They did all sorts of crazy stuff. You know, we don't usually tell you everything. Let me just say, I'm super excited to get in there and play with her because it's all across the board. They are just increasing damage, increasing everything. Now, aren't there two minor debuffs in there? Because there's there's two of those that are the damage reduction taken from minus 50% up or down, however you want to think about it, to negative 15%. Instead of fifty, so you do get you get some tiny nerfs in there. Yeah, but, they're, but we but don't. They're, they're sandwiched in between all the buffs. Yeah, so you don't care, you don't notice. It's fine. Mm-hmm. We don't got to worry about uh, the reduced ca- capacitive armatures damage reduction from seventy five percent to thirty percent. Don't do it. Stop it. See, you don't do you, that. You were forcing no. me to do it. You made no. me go. There. I was. I was just gonna say to the people, you have to read the words. That's how sneaky they are. You got mm-hmm. all these good numbers, and then okay. those look so like good numbers them. too. Mm-hmm. But you got to read. Damage reduction decreased. What? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. She's been buffed up a bit. She's looking better. I can't wait to get in there and play with her, which we're going to do this weekend. I'm super stoked about it. But they also, of course, ended the two rare events for this week, and we got two new ones. Well, not new. They've come about before, but you got uh, the Loot Monster Mayhem, which is the one I'm super stoked about. Oh, yeah. Because that's the one where you're just naturally out in the world. You find the Tinks and all that other stuff, and boom, 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 you're getting all sorts of legendaries. And the other one's the Rare Chest Riches, which I'm going to be quite honest, I don't like this one. I don't really ever really find the Red Chest very often, so it doesn't affect me that much. I might get, like, three of them while I'm goofing off or going around doing something. I I 100% agree with that because I never find Red Chests ever. But I'm also not a farming person who does farming runs. Mm-hmm. I imagine if you're doing a run for a boss or a run through to some rare spawns, there have to be red chests around that you can get as well. So it might benefit other people more than me. But I like to do storylines and then that's it. Do the story and then put it away for a while. So if I find some and I get something cool, it'd be neat. But the last time I was out there, I got nothing. Even though they cranked it up to 11, I got no legendaries. I never get legendaries. It's... You will. You just gotta play. You you just you don't even remember. You don't remember because we were drinking beers and having fun, and we were in there killing varkids and crap. And legendaries were raining down upon us, <laughs> and you even had it happening. And you were over there just going, "Oh my god!" Oh, and you were shaking. 
I could hear it through the I could hear it through the speakers. You were ecstatic. You were it was it was crazy. I have a vague memory of that, but it's like on the event horizon of this black hole that has the QE quarter end just stamped uh-huh. all over it. So I barely remember what plane Borderlands Everything 3 is even about. Is, yeah, that's true. That makes sense. Legitimate legitimate point. Once again, Matt, mm-hmm. that's all right. We're going to revisit Borderlands 3, and we're going to have ourselves a good time getting said loot because when we play this weekend, I guarantee you we're going to find the loot monsters mm-hmm. while we're playing. And they're going to drop legendaries, and we're going to get upgrades and have a great time. And you know what? With this being new content, us exploring all the nooks and crannies, we're going to find a red chest or two. That's true. So on top of the loot monsters, we're going to get us some legendaries out of those chests. And if you don't, I'll eat my hat. All right? That's where I'll eat my hat. See, you you feel confident uh, in saying that because you don't wear hats often. I bet you have no hats of your own in that house. Well, you know, who's to say? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you just come on like eating a quesadilla over the <laughs> or i'll just go find one of my daughter's little you know mm. little hats on her doll and i'll eat one of those and i'll just, just have a hard bowel movement and that'll be fine <laughs> i was gonna say I, I won't see you you can just eat it via audio eating a quesadilla and be like oh man this hat gosh mm, tough oh, to man. chew through here it's, it's so fabric. cheesy i mean oh, fabricate no no hat mm-hmm. Could I could, but no, I'd do it legitimately because I know we're gonna find tons of cool loot. But that's the event for this week, everybody. Those are the two items going on. So if that interests you, if that's something you really go, oh, oh yeah, I definitely want to do that. Don't forget to play some Borderlands this week because that is what you got. And don't forget to continue to play Borderlands Three with your friends because that co-op loot drop event is going through. I think it's the end of this month. Is it like April thirtieth? But yeah. it, that was a supersized one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's still going on, which, by the way, we're going to be getting taking advantage of that because we're mm-hmm. playing together. So we're definitely seeing some loot. And then on top of it all, this brings back what I was going to say earlier, but I'd forgotten when you were talking about the whole science thing. Mm-hmm. As you get that loot buff, you come in here, you play with some friends, you go out looking for the red chest, looking for the loot monsters. If you're mm-hmm. a smarty pants and you know where all the little red chests are or you know where the loot tinks pop most of the time – This is a great opportunity to grab that loot buff and go in with a friend and go find and farm those said things. Mm. And you're going to be exploding loot everywhere, getting all the legendaries, getting all the anointed prime rolls, and you're going to have a good time doing it because you're playing with a friend. And on top of it, you get to go, you know, shuffle poop nodes around and, and fix science. I feel like we should clarify. Other than the intro where they explain what the science setup was from. There's, there's no, no poop. poop. There's no poop um, emojis. There's no poop I, stuff. It's I all- just know the video told me not to worry about the poop part. Don't think about it. So I want to make sure the people think about it and understand understand what they're doing, okay? What you're basically doing is moving around little vault hunter heads that are in mm-hmm. like little uh, bejeweled gems. That's what it is. And then all, all the voice, a lot of the voice lines do reference the poop. But you don't see poop. You're not touching poop. You're not thinking about poop, except for when people say poop, poop to poop, poop, poop. To you, over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're doing. Yeah. Just like we're doing. It's perfect. So, speaking of poop, speaking of all that good stuff, we're going to go into our last little topic, and I'm not going to stay long here, but it we didn't mention it last week because we really were like, well, it's quarter in, first off. Yeah. And second off, it just wasn't anything great or fun to talk about, and we just didn't want to talk about it, really. Mm-hmm. But it came to light, some other information, so I want to throw it out there. 
Kotaku recently did an article. Jason Schreier popped it out there. Talking about, uh, well, the, uh, despite huge sales, Borderlands 3 developers are getting stiffed on bonuses. And it was, a, it was a, you know, a pretty large article talking about how the employees were promised a, uh, a very large bonus because of the high sales Borderlands 3. They were told that they were going to be getting this, and uh, it didn't pan out. Uh, 2K came down, basically told Gearbox, hey, we, the profits weren't as high as we wanted. This wasn't what it was. And then Randy went and told his people... Hey, sorry, you're not getting the bonuses you were promised. Uh, you will be getting bonuses, but it's not what you want. If you don't like what you're getting, you don't like what you're seeing, you can leave. That was what uh, Jason Schreier was saying, was supposedly said at said meeting. This got ramped up and talked about all over the place. Lots of podcasts I listened to were bringing it up and talking just real negatively about it. And first off, you know, in my own personal view, I do want to state, you never rely on a bonus, all right? If there's yes. some young men and women out there right now and you're about to get into the workforce, only rely on your check. Never rely on a bonus, a perk, a gift, anything, ever in life, for the rest of your life. And only rely on your base check. Not, yes. Not overtime, not promised, you know, possibility Nothing. of this, working the weekends, no. Always scale your life around your base check. Period. That's that's Eric and Matt's tip to you young individuals listening, mm-hmm. and even older ones if you just haven't really got in the clue yet. Mm-hmm. You live your life based off your base check. So with that being said, I, I read this article, and I was already kind of disgruntled because I'm like, oh, if there's employees over there that were really living above their means and relying on this this supposed large bonus check to come through for them. Right. Uh, you know, I was I was like, you're, you're, you're not living right as it is anyway. So you're already kind of not... On board with my view on life, and so I, I was skeptical. All right, and I was I was not believing what I'm hearing here about the whole. Because if you don't know, Gearbox gives their employees the profit sharing. You know, mm-hmm. they are owners, partial owners of the company, so they live and die by Gearbox's success and or failures. Mm-hmm. That's kind of you know they well, in the article Jane Schreier says they get be- paid below the average. For developers, etc., video games, but the perk is the profit sharing, and even that I had issue with because they they operate out of Frisco, Texas. I'm pretty sure the the average cost of living in Frisco is not the average cost of living in San Francisco, Los Angeles, and those typical other places where you see the majority of game development and publishing companies. Mm-hmm. So their average pay would be lower because the average cost of living isn't as high. Yeah. So a lot of this was kind of going tick tock tick. Well, well, I don't know about all this, but I can't prove anything. I don't know Randy Pitchford. I don't, you know, I know a couple Gearbox employees, but I sure the hell ain't gonna ask them what they're getting paid if they're getting bonuses and stuff. So <laughs> that absolutely was not part of the cut content. No, from our interviews with those people. Hey man, what are you making all week? <laughs> Exactly. None of that happened, and it would never happen because that's not the way the world works. Yeah. So we didn't talk about it. Well, guess what? So the very next day, an individual on LinkedIn posted up my view on Gearbox and its royalty program, Maxime Babin. He works at the, uh, he's a game director at Gearbox Studio Quebec. And he said, hey, with this new article that came up, I wanted to post my own article on what I feel is the actuality, you know, the real of what's happening here at Gearbox and, and how we're treated. And he gives a whole nother account. Of how these meetings go and the forecast for their bonuses, he claims it's very transparent. He claims they all knew what they were in for. They knew that it couldn't 
might not be as high as they were hoping for. It might be as high as they were hoping for. And then he also claims that they've already gotten some royalties as it is and that they're still getting more anyway, so they're doing just fine. It's not like they're not profiting. And to top the cake off, he says that Randy Pitchford actually gave away 30% more of his own ownership in the company to the employees to further their profits. And that was not mentioned in the other article. Mm -hmm. Can I say this is 100% is true? No, I didn't do the research to find out if he actually did that. But this employee and others commented after the article, other employees at Gearbox also said, hey, yeah, this is the facts. These are true statements. This is the good. This is what's really happening, you guys. So regardless of whether you think this guy is full of it or not, you know, or Jason's full of it, I just recommend you actually go, go over to LinkedIn, look up the my view on Gearbox and its royalty programs, Maxime Babin. And, of course, you can go read the Kotaku article by Jason Schreier and maybe meet in the middle or maybe just agree with Jason or Maxime. I don't care. It doesn't ultimately affect me whatsoever. But I want everybody to understand that you shouldn't always just look at one viewpoint, one message, and take that as the gospel. Because we, I see it so much in everywhere, gaming, politics. It's all over the place. Yeah. Educate yourself. Make sure you read all the angles and stories before you come to your own conclusion, because I think you will definitely see a different side of things from what was uh, portrayed through the Jason Schreier article. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Obviously, neither of us know what's really going on. There's no way for anyone to know who's not immediately right there. And like it said in the original article, the people who are mad aren't going to say their names. The people who aren't mad can because they're saying stuff that's fine good things they're they're positive just like you said there's always two sides to any story so listening to just one source that tells you this is 100 percent the way it is i'm not there but i heard from some people who are but i can't tell you who they are anyway and then just taking that as 100 percent fact and reading it and then spewing it out your mouth and just spreading the word of just hearsay essentially it's never a good thing and it happens all the time these days and it drives me nuts and that's why I'm glad we didn't talk about it when it first happened, especially because now there's another article saying the complete opposite of it. Whether uh-huh. any, whether either side is 100% true or false, who knows? But just know that things are always more complicated than they seem. There's always two sides. Everyone to has story. an agenda. Everyone's pushing their own product. There's that and true, too. It is open knowledge that Jason Schreier's had a problem with Randy for years. They don't like each other. They've had a falling out. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's one of those deals where you're like, well, even a good game journalist who, you know, he does put out a lot of true facts, gets a lot of, a lot of knowledge out there into the gaming world. And, you know, so you got to respect that. But even the good ones can have a blind spot, can have a hole. So just be aware of that kind of thing in any aspect of life because I think you're seeing it here a little bit, possibly. Everybody has their biases. You and I have uh-huh. our biases, too. It- so, I mean, no matter how, I don't know. I don't like talking about this kind of stuff because it's I just. I know, man. Hates it. Hates it. Just it just gets, <laughs> everything's so ridiculous <laughs> these days. Everyone just put out some big outrage piece. Outrage even, culture. Yeah. And, and even when the rebuttal comes in from whichever side it is, whether it's, it, it doesn't even matter, but nobody even knows about the rebuttal because they're just so spun up over the outrage thing and then pop over to the next outrage piece the very next day and not follow up and even understand or read any facts from the rebuttal of the first thing. I can't even explain it right. Cause it just makes me so mad. I can't, I can't take it. I can't stand it. <laughs> 
we ain't going to dwell on it, everybody. That's not what this show does. We don't usually tackle crazy topics like that just because it infuriates us and upsets us, and then we're not about that life. But I did want to bring it up here just because that article got posted that was like the complete opposite mm-hmm. of the Kotaku article, and it was just too much for me. And I said, well, we at least got to make sure everyone understands yeah. that that article's out there. Go read it. Judge for yourself. Decide for yourself. All you are educated, hopefully smart individuals out there. If you like us, you got to be smart because we're smart. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's right. And and I, I got to reiterate, I think that's the important thing here. There are two sides of this story. If you've only heard the one and you believe it 100% verbatim, go and read the other one as well so you at least in your brain know that there are two sides to something. Whether you decide to go left or right or meet in the middle or just go, I don't know, and just throw it all out, just be informed. Just that's, that's why we wanted to say it here. There's a rebuttal article. You should read it. If you read the first one, definitely read this one too. There you go. Get off the subject. I don't like it. Let's go. So with that big old serious note said, we're going to end it there. We're going to wrap up this episode because you know what? It's the end of quarter end. Your boys over here, Mr. Matt and the light bearer, are a little bit tired, a little bit ready to end the day, get on to this three-day weekend. I hope everybody else out there is ready for a three-day weekend, some Easter magic. Hide those eggs for the kids. If you don't like Easter, you don't celebrate Easter, hide some eggs anyway and go hunt them down in your backyard because apparently everyone's going crazy. I'm going to stay at home and all, man. I'm going crazy. I want to go back to work. Shut your mouths and go hunt eggs in the backyard, you fools. And another reason I want to get out of this episode is because next week we'll have more fun stuff to talk about because we will have played through and probably beaten the DLC so we can give our actual final opinions on that and love it or, or hate it. Possibly I'm going with love because like we said, great starting off point. But in the meantime, while you're hunting eggs, while we're playing the DLC, also take a few minutes and let us know what you think of the show. If you got any questions for us, comments, concerns, any kind of feedback at all, like send us feedback, dudes. I haven't heard from anybody in a, in a dog's age. Send that to us via email info at thirdshift.me. Tweet at us at thirdshiftme. And find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Eric's lonely over there. He's like blowing the dust off the Facebook. <sighs> oh, it's me and the angels, boys and girls. Me and the angels. I float around on Facebook with all the cool political... Uh, you know, thoughts and opinions, oh, and I just live That's, my best life over there. No, yeah, Facebook, no, good stuff. Oh, God. Wow. Oh. <laughs> you know what is good stuff? Not Facebook, but Patreon is good stuff, all right? You go on over there, you say, hey, I like what these boys are doing and this girl's doing, you know, because there's a lady behind the screen, she does the editing. So you like what we're up to? Check us out. Go over there, throw us a buck, throw us two bucks. We treat it just like a chip jar. Chip jar. Yep. You does, did it. It doesn't it's matter. It's back. The that's back. back. Yes. All these years, that's I've done it right. Shoot it up to the boot. Dang it. Of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate my life. Damn it. We treat it just like a tip jar. Head on over there. Throw us a buck, two bucks, all the bucks, anything. We'd appreciate it so very much. Keeps the lights on over here. Keeps us getting newer equipment, better things to make the show better for you. And keeps us happy in the long run. And you want us happy. You don't want us sad because when we're sad, well... <sighs> bad things happen, boys and girls. You just don't want that. And you know I can't go away without saying if you give us that $1 million, guess what? We're going to open up a food line. We're going to have little babies in jars. Matt's scrambling around looking for his baby in a jar. He's got it. There we are. 
We're going to put those in there. We got the soon-to-be-patented Cold Cox products we're going to have in there. We're going to have lion costumes, people running around, koi fish, cameras everywhere. It's going to be reality TV. Oh, it's going to be amazing. So if you're rich and you want to give it to us and see us do weird things with the rest of our lives, consider doing that. Speaking of doing weird things with the rest of our lives, this podcast drops every Friday forever for all time so check out the next episode episode 190 you know what that means it'll be hitting your ear holes on the 17th of april it's our very next episode you can find it on itunes on stitcher on podbean on spotify and on youtube and as i always say if you like what we're doing you'd like to help us out please give us a like rating review and comment to subscription any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it and hey go give us the follows and the subscriptions and the twitch primes on the twitch twitch.tv slash third shift me watch me play some persona and fall in love with my favorite character all over again i'm already I'm, i swooned i swooned on the stream i put my hand up like oh i, f- I fainted dead away for a second it was unreal and then also i found the the crosswords, which weren't in the first one, I swooned dead away again. I couldn't believe it. Oh, it's so it. good. Those crosswords, so amazing. <sighs> Just the best. We're not getting on a whole Persona rant, though. Hey, everybody, let me tell you. Give us those five-star ratings because we need them and we want them. And also, as Matt said, get over there to Twitch. Throw us some some bucks, some Amazon bucks. Throw us some subscriptions, some of the things. I'm over there playing some Doom Eternal, and I'll tell you what. I am slowly and fearfully moving my way up to harder levels. <laughs> you won, man. <laughs> and I'm getting scared to the point where I don't want to stream because it's going to get really hard. People are going to uh-huh. see me die, and I'm going to be real sad about it. But I'm going to do it anyway because that game is awesome and a lot of fun. And, and see, that's the important thing is if you jump in the chat and you make fun of Eric while he's losing, if you jump in the chat and make fun of me for swooning over the doctor lady, you don't have to give us the money loves or even, even, even the Amazon loves if you don't have that available. Come give us some love in the chat. Keep us company, keep us hap- happening, keep us hype, keep us wild, and we'll be wild for you. And I mean, I, hey man, there's only one other thing to do, and it's not my bit, so I'm going to throw it back to you. Tell us about the other great thing that people could do for us. They can't do anything. They can give us the five-star ratings, but I kind of tied it in already, Matt. I it's tied too, it in, no, but I'm going to say it again. You always come back again. Do it again, goddammit. I'm it. doing it again. I'm coming back again. I'm tied in. You know what, everybody? You got to give us some five stars. Head on over there to that freaking iTunes place. Give us those five-star ratings because we need them. We freaking need them. You know, these goons, these clowns, these imbeciles have still not told you the story. And you know why? I think it's why. You know, here's the reason why. I think because we don't have enough stars. Mm-hmm. Okay, these degenerates need a lot of stars to get them the courage, the gumption, the willpower to tell you their story that they claim they have. You know, I could, I could bust one out for you, but you know what? You need... You need to hear the other voices. See, what it is, is I'm slowly forming a constellation with the stars. Uh-huh. So right now it says, tell a five-star sto. Oh, we need the it's R so and the close. It's, we're almost there. We're almost there. a few more five stars. I can fill out the constellation. And you'll get and another five-star. it can become star. real. Exactly. Wow. And we'll have a new story from a new individual in the five-story lineage. That's right. Exactly. It's on the, it's on the table. Y'all know what you got to do. Make it happen. And until you make it happen, there's nothing else to say but... Shut up and sit down.